0: You're listening to episode 193 of the Room to Grow podcast. stories. that will change the way you look at the world and yourself so that we can learn from each other and grow with lots of self-love and compassion every step of the way. There's always more room to grow. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey there, welcome back to the room to grow podcast. I'm Emily and today we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, tuning into your intuition and how to override fear that comes up when you're producing new ideas basically, especially as an entrepreneur. Um, but first, I want to remind you that every single day at 8 a.m. Eastern, I'm going live over on Instagram at Emily Goff Coach and on Facebook at Emily Goff Coaching to talk about a wide range of issues. Um, basically, what, what all of these lives are coming down to, though, is connection. And every day I pull uh, a different card from the We Aren't Really Strangers um, or We're Not Really Strangers uh, deck, and I'll answer the question. Then you can also use those cards with your own friends and loved ones as well to stay connected. And then we get into a different topic every single day. So things like mental health and uh, online business and entrepreneurship, all of the things that are, that are coming up and maintaining connection in a time where we are physically isolated right now from one another. And it's tough. This is bringing up a lot of different things. And, and this is totally unprecedented. We aren't We've never experienced anything like this, so it's really important to me to continue to be there for you as many ways as I can. Um, that's why there have been a couple missed podcast episodes because I've been pouring so much energy into the lives that it took away from the podcast a little bit, but I'm back on track now. Uh, because I'm all about consistency, so I have still been showing up, just not, not on the podcast the last couple episodes. So I do apologize for that. Uh, very unusual for me. Um, okay, so. Let's get into the topic today. So what's funny was I, I talked about a lot of this stuff in one of the lives I did a couple of days ago. And the card that I drew that day from the We're Not Really Strangers deck, all this will be referenced in the show notes, by the way. And then you can actually go catch um, the replay of the live over on Facebook too. So if you've been missing the lives, uh the replays are available on Facebook, on my Facebook page, uh, which will also be referenced in the show notes. So that's Emily Goff Coaching. And otherwise you can catch the live, uh, on Instagram for 24 hours every single day. Okay. So the card that I drew was asking about what did I spend, what have I spent the most time trying to unlearn? And that's a really powerful question. And the very first thing that came to mind, I don't check these cards beforehand, by the way, I I literally pull them live and I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) get. And then, so you're getting like my real time reaction when you're watching these lives. And the number one thing that came to mind immediately was that I spent so many years in my, uh, former relationship in my previous relationship, stuffing down my intuition. And I've had to relearn how to actually listen to it as opposed to avoiding it and ignoring it. Um, there was a lot of infidelity going on. There were Overall, it was, it was a huge surprise, but my body knew what was going on and I was ignoring my body. Um, people will, the, the number one thing that people always ask me when they, when they hear the story is, well, did you know? And my answer is no, but my body did. And I've really had to step into learning how to listen to my body. I actually did, um, an entire podcast episode around that. So episode 117 is the episode that's all about the relationship stuff. And then episode 120 is all about learning how to listen to your intuition and really tuning in to that. Um, it's been a very, very popular episode. It was highly requested and it's, it's done really, really well. So definitely go check out episode 120. Um, but I thought that it was really telling that that card came up and that then my answer was around intuition because Tuning into your intuition is very important as an entrepreneur. Very, very important. And especially at a time when there's so much changing so rapidly. And I, you know, I've kind of been, we were talking to uh, Sarah Swain on episode 192 as well about this, about how adversity breeds leadership. And this is a time when you're going to see certain people rise to the top and the others will fall away. But there's so much creativity and and so many incredible ideas blooming from this and so many amazing opportunities and and all of that that are coming from this this really shitty situation that we're in, that tuning into your intuition and learning how to get past the fear that comes up when you have a new idea is going to be even more important. It's gonna be massively important. Because anytime we have a new idea, that will always equal a certain element of fear. Because we're going to be worried about other people judging us. We're going to be worried about well, what it will so-and-so think of me. Um, then, then we ha- start having our own judgments. <laughs> like, it's, it, we're, our brain already will start to try to keep us in our comfort zone. And any new idea is going to push you out of your comfort zone. So then it starts thinking of all the reasons why it will fail, why it won't work, why you shouldn't go ahead and do that thing. And even if it's not, you know, even if these types of judgments aren't what we think about first when a new idea pops into our head, those concerns are usually buried in there, in our brains, very close to the surface. So even if you get a a brand new idea, and I notice this now, now that I look for it, I notice it right away. As soon as I come up with a new idea, my, I've come to expect it now. And that's the difference. My brain will immediately start piping up like, Oh wait, no, but this won't work. And, and this won't work for that reason. And this reason, and what do you think you're doing? And like, get back in your box. <laughs> what, what do you, where do you think you're going with this? Because that's not where you belong. That's not what you get to do. And listen, our, our brains actually process things like rejection, and, and isolation, actually, as well, in, in some ways, in the same way that our brains process physical pain. So when we're coming up with new ideas, and then people maybe around us reject those ideas, it's, it's very personal. And that can be very painful. And our brains can actually process that similarly to physical pain. So how can we go into these situations more prepared? Because most people live their lives sticking to the comfort zone. They do. Most people do. It, it, most people don't allow themselves to step out of that comfort zone because it's far too comfortable in it <laughs> and it's way more work to get into the discomfort. And I've talked about discomfort many times on this podcast and, and I will continue to because I think that it's such an important aspect of everything that we do and everything that is involved with stepping into the full potential that you possess. And it becomes a bit of a practice because the more that you step into the comfort zone, it gets just a hair easier the next time you step into your discomfort zone for another area. And your brain is always going to try to protect you. So what I want you to do is knowing that, expect your brain to reject new ideas. Just ex- expect and accept that. Expect your brain to reject it and then accept that that is going to happen. And one one example that actually came to mind when I was um, thinking about this and when I was talking about it on the live the other day was Sarah Blakely of Spanx. I listened to an interview with her recently. And what surprised me the most about how she came up with Spanx was not only did she come up with it on, on a shoestring budget of $5,000, all by herself. That wasn't capital that she raised or anything like that. It was a very small amount that she figured out how to turn that into the massive, massive company that it is today. But what I found most interesting was that she, she was working on the Spanx idea for over a year before she told anyone else over a year. That is very surprising. Most people can't can't hold that in. I would have a tough time holding that in. But what she recognized was that she had this idea and before anyone else could kind of shoot it down or tell her why it wouldn't work or you know give give criticism or, or reject it in any way, she wanted to build it up as much as she could to see how far she could go with it before anyone else could offer their opinion. And there's a huge degree of power in that. And of trusting yourself, like that self trust that she must have had to have to have gone to those lengths, to be working on building this entire thing out behind the scenes and not tell a word to anyone other than like some other professionals, like like lawyers for patents and stuff. She said, and and you know like accountants and, and whatever. But in terms of um, anyone on a more personal level in her life, she didn't tell anybody, and that's a really clear sign of someone who is very focused on. On staying super clear with their own, letting their own intuition guide them, trusting themselves, and knowing that you're going to find a way to make it happen. Now, don't get me wrong. There's actually a huge amount of benefit in having other people, you know, give you their their ideas or um, constructive criticism or feedback or anything like that. We can learn so much from that. But when you're just starting out on a new idea and you're maybe feeling a little bit uncertain and and unsure, but you're, you're passionate about it and you can see the need for it. You need to be extra protective of that. So it's not to say that you can't take feedback and, and change things a little bit, but I want you to be super protective of your ideas. And that includes from yourself sometimes because your again your brain is going to try and shoot you down a little bit and be like no no what what, what are you doing <laughs> but it's powerful to protect your ideas and some of the the things that come up with this is our brains will try and tell us you know all the things that are going to go wrong all the things all the reasons why this won't work so take that and use it as well so take your your biggest fears, all of your your worst case scenarios that are coming up and write that out. This is your homework. Write that out. And then make a plan for what you would do if that worst case scenario happened. And that's not pessimism. That is not only being potentially, you know, it could be being realistic, but mostly what it is is it's just allowing you to see that no matter what happens, you'll figure it out. And that's going to really help to to build that self-trust so that you know how to proceed if and when that situation might occur. So write out those worst case scenarios and then write out what you would do if they happened. And that's going to help to, to give you a little bit of sense of peace that will help you move through some of those tougher moments And some of those moments when your brain is trying to tell you to shut it down. So I really want you to be super protective of your ideas, especially right now, because even though like we're, we're in such a weird time right now, but there are so many people that are coming up with amazing ideas right now. And it doesn't have to mean that it's something completely, you know, brand new on earth. Like it, it can mean that you are pivoting somehow. You are switching directions in your business. You are supporting people in a different way than you have before, whatever that looks like. And I want you to be very protective of that. I don't want you to not only shoot yourself down before you ever even get going, but to have anyone else shoot you down either. I want you to put your head down and I want you to do the work. Um, what was the book, uh, Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, highly recommend, fantastic book. And one of the things that she talks about is that sometimes we'll be almost gifted these ideas, like these downloads that will come into our realm, but that if we don't do anything with them within a certain period of time, those ideas will then kind of fizzle out of us and move on to someone else. It's really cool how she paints this picture of, of ideas almost jumping from person to person. It's it's fascinating to, to really look at and examine. And she gives some really fascinating examples too. So I highly recommend checking out that book as well, but I want you to be very protective of your ideas and I want you to run with them. I want you to run with them because there has never been a better time to have new ideas and to, to be creative. It, it, that might seem the complete opposite of what you should be doing right now in this time, but I want you to start to really ask yourself how you can show up for people, how you can support people, how you can pivot and adapt and change and grow in this very strange time that we're living through at the moment. And then be protective of the ideas that come up for you. Okay. So I'm really excited for you to start maybe hopping on these lives with me as well. That would be awesome. I would love to see you over there. I'm having so much fun with them. Um, again, over at Facebook, uh, Emily Goff coaching over on Instagram at Emily Goff coach. And I, it would just be a blast to see you over there. So 8am Eastern every single day, every single day. <laughs> and by the way, I also show up in my bathrobe every day. Um, so that's another whole layer dimension of all of this. <laughs> so, and it's awesome for me. It's, it's great for my routine and hopefully maybe you can build your own routine around it as well. And it would just be so much fun to have you join us over there. Cause it's a bit of a party, uh, some days and, and we're having a great time. So anything that was referenced in, in, uh, the episode today will be over in the show notes. Everything is over at room to grow podcast.com. And please let me know how I can better support you through this time as well. Do you have specific questions? Do you have issues that are coming up, problems that are being presented to you um, that I can help with in some way? And if I can't, I can reach out to my network and find someone who can. So let me know what you need the most help with. And I'm here to support you and uh, here to hopefully help you grow through this in the best possible way, because there's always room to grow, right? I don't usually pull the corny line, about my podcast title very often but you know it's a big day when I'm doing that <laughs> all right thank you so much for listening have a great day thank you so much for listening to the podcast today I'm so grateful you took the time and it means the absolute world to me for any references in the episode and all show notes be sure to jump over to room and if this episode touched your heart it would mean so much if you would take a quick second to hit subscribe write a review and share on social media or with someone who really needs to hear today's message. It makes such a difference to keep this podcast going so I can continue to bring you amazing content and absolutely incredible guests. Be sure to tag me on Instagram over at Emily Coach so that I can thank you in real time for listening and connect with you. We're back every Tuesday and Thursday with brand new episodes and I'm looking forward to growing with you.